Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. QDZ. Pashizi. It's way too easy. That's all I got. I mean, a.k.a. You know, Daddy Long Legs, a.k.a. Widow's Peak Bandit, a.k.a. Michael Gordon, a.k.a. Yeah. Uh, the Blunch Black of Bloacher Blom, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Spaghetti. I'm back and better than ever. Uh, I went on two straight vacations. You, two. You did. You did. I was Including... at the Warriors game, bro. Like, oh, I was you at did. the Warriors game. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Let's I'm talk about it. fan. Hey, by the way, hey, hold that thought. Let's 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 keep that in mind too. Uh, this thought. is episode. Is right, there a man. thought on my lap or something? Imaginary ghost thought on my lap or something? I bet you wish there was. Uh, this is episode one twenty five. Thank you guys for pulling up to the for the to the podcast. This is another episode of the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. If you're, if you're new to the episode, if you're new to the show, I should say, hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe episode. button. Right, exactly. Uh, if if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button, leave a comment, share with some people. Uh, you know, we appreciate you for, for pulling up. Now, we have a lot of topics to get to. Um, and yeah, let's circle back though, man, because you're right, man. We just came back from Cancun. Look at, you see, I got, you see my skin looking real nice. It's looking real smooth, you know, uh, Sunshine was get it, it, it did it did me well, man. It did me well. I'm feeling real, real, real summery right now. Did you have a good time? Sun sun beaming. Hey. Yeah, man, it was dope. I it mean, was dope, right? I never spent that much time in a pool in my life. Like, usually when I'm in a pool, right, I want to get out uh, maybe after like 15, 20 minutes. I was spending like hours upon hours in the pool. Getting drinks and stuff like that. That was a beautiful film. Like, I didn't have to think about anything while I was there. I mean, I didn't have to think about, you know, ratings, game, music. I didn't have to think about how bad Jack Harlow's album was. Like, I there's nothing brought was in my mind at that moment. Yo, uh, yeah, yeah. It, I, I'm I'm mad it took you to Cancun to. Forget about Jack Hall. I forgot about that album before we even went on that trip. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was disturbed, man. Like that it's hard to get pretty, over something. Yo, that we never you. came in, we never came on, on this show and, and talked about that album and how bad it was. And I'm kinda glad well, we did. Surprise, I might, surprise. I might have went a little I might have went a little bit too far. Surprise, surprise, we made today. So we'll see. You know, I got I got some stuff to get off my chest, man, about Jack Harlow. That I've been waiting to to I hit the microphone to actually do, but we're gonna do that in a little bit. Fligalum right? or fligalum or or hate? No. Yeah, man, the, definitely hate. <laughs> <laughs> definitely some hate speech is gonna be spewed. <laughs> uh, no such thing as White History Month, so. Oh, jeez. You don't gotta hold back too much. <laughs> White History Month is the Kentucky Derby, I think. <laughs> Yo, well, hey, what month is the Kentucky Derby happening, bro? It's like, actually May. It's actually what just passed. Oh, so I, passed I, White May? History Month might be May. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo, let's do it though, man. Hey, actually, you know what? No, tell me about that Warriors experience though. I want to know how that game was. 
the the you uh, went to the Warriors game, right? In San Fran. Warriors versus Mavs at San Fran. So yeah, they love their San Fran. Uh, they love their Golden State Warriors in San Francisco. Everywhere you go, like you see old ladies with San Francisco Golden State Warriors apparel. You know, they got Go Warriors and buildings. Like, they really love their Golden State Warriors. I wish they loved Facts. the Wizards like they, you know, I wish they loved the Wizards down here. But the only time you see Wizards is on construction workers. But, uh, you know, it was cool. Like, I went to the game. I got a chance to, like, see Shaq and Chuck. They were doing their post-game, pre-game show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the environment there is completely different than, you know, most basketball arenas I've been to. It's electric. The Warriors whooped ass that day, but it was still a very, very fun game. Very expensive, I will say. Uh, And I think I can cross out uh, one of my bucket list items. Another bucket list item for me is, and Ooch, you're going to have to be a part of this. What's up? You're going to have to bring out the bank. Uh Uh-oh. We got to see LeBron James when he comes to Washington. Mm. We got to see. He's almost like two years, maybe two years, three years away from probably being you know done with his prime which he's crazy still in his prime but i don't think think he's in his prime anymore might be two three years right fine yeah we gotta see him next year i definitely want to see brown play i don't know if i gotta i don't know if i want to wait till you play the wizards but listen if we if that has to happen let's let's make it happen maybe next time we go to la we're gonna have to spend some bread but we got to see lebron play because i got a chance to to check off steph curry the great Steph Curry. Hey, I'll be honest though. I would love to see LeBron, but do we have to watch Russell Westbrook in the process? Because that might fuck it up. That that might fuck the whole experience up for me, man. If he played anything like he played <laughs> last year, I might I might uh, want a refund, man. Actually, it saying. might make it fun. The game the game might be close. <laughs> it may never be a blowout if Russell Westbrook is in the game. But all yeah, in all, man. man, like it was a great experience. Uh, I got a chance to see Luka Doncic, a young Luka Doncic. So that was another thing that was dope. It's funny how, honestly, one of my biggest takeaways was what you guys don't see on the TV is how much they complain to the refs. Luka Doncic complain. He's one of my favorite players. I will say, like, I was like, yo, this guy's annoying. At a certain point, about the second quarter, every single time, hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 uh, Celtics versus Warriors. Celtics took game one uh, pretty convincingly, at least in the fourth quarter. You know, so you may have to end up burning that shirt, but we're going to see how this series unfolds, man. I'm I, This is one of the most hyped finals I've seen in a very long time. I'm looking forward to this. This shirt? This shirt? Yeah, man. I'm a fraud. Yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a Golden State Warriors fan. I'm mm. a fraud. I Nullified think. everything you just said about the Warriors. I'm a Wizards fan, bro. I yeah, just happened, yeah, yeah. I just happened to have this shirt on while I was washing the car. You know, it is what it bro, is. They were handing bro, this you, out. They were handing this out. Bro, the, you are you know. a you are a fraud, man. Listen, before we go any further, I have to Dude, say this shirt is worth eight hundred dollars. Sir, sir, <laughs> sir. And that how is a shirt worth eight hundred dollars? And it's not Balenciaga. <laughs> you got ripped uh, off, sir. You got right. ripped off. It was an eight hundred dollars shirt. 
Hey, look, read before be- we go read any- between the lines. Hey, my brother, before we go any further, uh, you guys check out this paid promoted snippet from an artist named Young Casper. He just dropped a new album called Gunther. This song is called Tank on E. Put the tank on me, walk up in and say the drinks on me, and the drinks on me, sipping liquor so I just won't eat, cutting corners cause this life ain't cheap, no this life ain't free. There's two sides to my brain and they full of different habits, the gunner side is there for when I feel like nothing matters, fuck it, grab the bottle and chug it down to the bottom, don't got a drinking problem, you bought the big one as a challenge, like fuck it. Hit the club about a thousand in your wallet, walk up to the bar and pick a tab up like, hey yo, I got it. When they overdo it, I'm acting stupid like who's the dude that told you all to do it? That wasn't me, now y'all looking foolish. Cause I'm the truest when I'm back at the crib. I pop a little Lucy, yeah, you know we talking about Sid. You know the kid, he love the feeling of vibing behind the wheel and barely steering. But we drive his mother's car off a cliff, he might. Pull up with the tank on me, walk up in and say the drinks on me. And the drinks on me, sipping liquor so I just won't eat. Cutting corners cause this life ain't cheap. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Y'all go stream Gunther right now on every streaming platform. Salute the young Casper, longtime listener of the show. And uh, Q, what are we talking about today, man? What are we talking about? All right. We have some very intriguing topics to talk about. All created by me. The mastermind behind Ill-Vise Yo, Wise, go, go, ahead, go ahead and take credit when... This is the first episode when you, you got all the topics. But go ahead and take your glory. The Luka Doncic of ill-advised wise, guys. You mean the I, complainer? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I would attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> one you of the topics that. we're going to... One of the topics... Is, hey, shut up. One of the topics we're going to talk about is the newer generation. Uh, should they be obligated to know about the stuff that the older generation came out with? Like the past... Uh, music like the music history like should they be obligated to know we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about the pressure that people put on other people when an album comes out to like it for instance Kendrick Lamar dropped an album did you really like it or did you have pressure to like it we're going to talk about that Uh, but the first topic we want to talk about is you know you're gonna do the whole thing right first topic we're gonna talk about is people getting bodied on songs (laughs) so i don't know how much you've been paying attention to twitter these last couple of days weeks months but there was a song called church hill downs right we tackled it Mm -hmm. a couple episodes ago uh there was a snippet first that came out and all we heard was drake his rap verse on there. We praised it left and right. Then the full song finally came out and we got a chance to uh, hear Jack Harlow's part on the song and then Drake's full verse. I personally think this is one of the uh, latest examples of murder on a song. <laughs> you know, yeah, we don't usually it? get, you know, we, we don't usually get murder, right, on a song. Like, it's very, very rare. Like, for me, there's only a few times I've seen it. I've, I've, I've heard it. Like, Renegade, Jay-Z, and Eminem, I still think that Eminem <laughs> murdered Jay-Z to the point where Nas said it murdered you on your own ish, right? This was murder. 
And it, it doesn't it, it doesn't happen very often. Like if you think about it, Benny the Butcher versus J. Cole, right? Benny the Butcher put up a fight. I don't want to hear J. Cole completely body. J. Cole's verse was excellent. But I don't want to hear J. Cole murdered Benny the Butcher on uh on that song. No. Benny the Butcher put up a fight. J. Cole was better. Right, Benny right. the Butcher put up a fight. So my question to you, Uch, which I'm sure you don't have an answer for. If you're an artist, how do you there feel you when somebody bodies you on a track? Is that something that you hope for, or would you rather they just fit into the track? Look, man, look, I, of course I can speak on this. I'm a multi-platinum award artist. I mean, I can speak on this, my guy, in my head at least. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I mean, okay, that's that's a weird way to ask that question if you ask me. You're asking me to tell you whether or not I would want someone to body me on my own song. Is that essentially yeah. what what the question yes. is? Yes. I think the the answer is simple. It depends on who it is. Oh, okay. it depends on who it is. Like, it, right. think about it. Okay, perfect example. Let's use that exact song you just mentioned. Jack Harlow and Drake, Churchill Downs on on Jack Harlow's new album. Call me when the kids. What's the, what's the joint? Come home, the kids miss you, right? Yeah. Um. Very underwhelming album, but we're going to put that aside for now. Do you understand that if I'm Jack Harlow, I actually want Drake to put up a phenomenal performance to the point where people are discussing whether or not Drake bodied me on my own song. You know why? Because it gives me the feeling that Drake put his all, or at least he put real effort into this feature. If anything, that's the real win is getting a performance from a feature that shows that they actually tried, right? Because think about how many features we've heard where people mailed their verses in. You know what I'm saying? I've heard mailed in verses from Roddy Ridge. I've heard mailed in verses from a lot of people. And and it happens happens probably more than we think, but I would say it depends on who it is, right? If it's an artist who's not as popular as Jack Harlow and he enlisted them for a feature, I might be a little pissed that uh, that person didn't try it, right? But here's the thing. At the end of the day, I think the biggest thing about collaborating, because that's essentially what this what we're talking about is, it's about the overall song, right? Like, the result of the song should be a good collaboration. To me, if that is achieved, I think it don't really matter who bodied who. As long as the collab was dope, you know what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's you can we we all I know as fans of of rap and and, and hip hop we get caught up in what feature bodied who this that the third. Let's go back to what you just said, Johnny P's caddy, right? Benny Benny the Butcher and J Cole. The overall song is dope. Now, granted, could it have been better? Like, could the song have been structured better? Probably. There's literally no hook. It's just dudes rapping, right? So. I wouldn't really call it a song, but like if we if we talking about was the overall ensemble or performance from both of these artists, did they put up something that is worth replaying? Absolutely. So to me, as long as the overall song is worth coming back to, that's all that matters. So that's my answer. Okay. So I mean, yeah, I, told you, I, I, I told you I would have an answer. That was a good answer. Essentially, when you say somebody bodied you on a track, that means they put up a very good verse. Correct. You know, I think what the problem is, is a lot of people don't know to match that energy on their verse. So they're just kind of like, I mean, because I guess 
you know, some people that were in the studio with the person, like how many times have you heard Kanye West say, oh, or, or somebody say they were working with Kanye and Kanye made them redo their verse. Or oh, all Dr. the time. Dre you, you, hear it every, you hear it every time. They I, heard Nicki, I, heard, I heard Rick Ross say it. Mm-hmm. He, he, Kanye made, uh, mm-hmm. he, he's told the story multiple times. He, he said Kanye mm-hmm. made him redo the devil in the new dress verse like three times. Mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj say Kanye made Monster. her redo Monster. Mm-hmm. And you think about it, right? Because the end product that we get mm-hmm. are like legendary performances and moments and verses. And you're like, mm-hmm. you don't even know anything about the backstory. So a lot of times... Steel sharpening steel is actually a good thing for the overall song. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I guess I wanted to make sure that we know that like there's a difference between somebody getting murdered on a track, right? Like Renegade <laughs> and Churchill Downs was a murder. Can we agree that that was a murder? Okay, yo, so there's murder. That and was a, body. no, that was a that I, no, see, okay, I see, was bodied say, and murdered. I, Nick, thank you. <laughs> I, okay, which one's worse to you? Which one's worse? Murder of course, or body? murdered. Murdered is is bad. I mean, murdered. Like I is said, it though? Is Jack it though? Harlow wins. Jack Harlow wins regardless because Drake put up. Honestly, I there think, you go. That's exactly I what think, I'm saying. I think honestly, if I'm being real honest, if Come Home, the kids miss you did not have Churchill Downs, particularly did not have that Drake verse on Churchill Downs. A lot of people would not listen to the album. A lot of people would completely trash the album because there was absolutely no highlights. Right. That Drake verse was probably the only highlight from that album. So it was actually a really good thing that Drake did what he did. But I emphasize that that was a murder, right? And we don't get this that often. However, we do get bodied a lot. We get a lot of people that get bodied on their track. Which bodied means they put up a good fight. You know, they did pretty good. But at the end of the day, the other person was better. Like... I know you guys are going to think I'm a Jay-Z hater, but I actually love Jay-Z. How many times have I told you that? No, you're, de- no, you're definitely rapper? a Jay-Z hater. Jay-Z hey, listen, is hey, one of my favorite hey, rappers. Here's hey, my favorite this. rapper, actually. Here's my favorite rapper. I got to say this. Okay? I got to say this. I got to say this for yeah. context. Shout out to OT from Beers and Bars, right? He, <laughs> you know, he. we were on live yesterday, yeah, right? Yeah, we were, we, were, we were. And I saw a comment from him. He said, yo, listen, bro. He said, "Man, Q got to explain that 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 Jay Z future shit. He has to explain it, <laughs> and I like, did. He has to. He, I he explained it. Explain I said a verses <laughs> in a joint. You know, you see how ratchet those 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 concerts yeah. they be having in verses concerts. We talking we it, verses is a ratchet, somewhat ratchet environment. Oh, in a ratchet God. environment, Future's gonna body Jay Z. I did not it? say Future has a better discography than Jay Z. That's first and insane." Foremost, Hey, first and foremost, Versus is no longer Ratchet. Bro, They Anita Baker was over here doing a Versus versus Gladius, G- Gladius, Gladius Knight, Knight or whatever. Like, Gladius uh, Knight? Sorry, I said Gladius, I said Gladius Knight. <laughs> Gladius Knight. <laughs> Negro, you second, know what I mean. You know what I mean. The second topic we're going to talk about is talking about you, actually. But, um, nah, but so what I was going to say was, you know, honestly, we're being real. On Watch the Throne, Kanye body Jay-Z quite a bit. He, no, he definitely did. Am I crazy? I don't think so, Jay Z ever ever bodied Kanye on that album, but there's a lot of songs I thought Kanye bodied Jay Z. Not didn't murder because Jay Z Jay Z rarely gets murdered on a track, but you know bodied. Yeah, can I can I just say this real quick? B- besides the whole bodying and murder conversation, 
Can we just talk about something? You, I think you've actually brought this up in the past. How sometimes doing too much as a feature is not a good thing. You have, I've heard you specifically criticize J. Cole on numerous occasions because you said, yo, he's doing too much on this feature, man. Like, he just, why is he just, why is he just taking over the song, man? It's not right. And like, he's doing too much for the, you've said that, right? Right? Or am I misrepresenting you? No, I have. So, so, so what we consider a body, what we consider a murder isn't, always the best thing for the overall song it's not that needs to be that needs to be stated and i've said that i've said that and i i I truly believe that i mean i think that i personally i rather you fit into the song i rather you mesh with the song you know what i mean like for instance i feel like baby keem is a new artist that does that really well he meshes very well in the songs that he's featured on he meshes too well he meshes excellently well to the point where you think he's like a background singer or something um i rather that on an album because the body of work or whatever i'm trying to do the song i want it to just flow well you know yeah um but you can't go wrong with you know people putting up fantastic rap verses that's that's really where it comes from but you know that was just i wanted to talk about this topic just because we got to acknowledge there's been times some people bodied other people on songs like Drake has bodied Wayne. Nikki has bodied a bunch of different people. Bro, um, bro, think about think about Nikki's latest performance, right? The last time we heard Nikki go crazy, right? Bodied think, big sometimes, you know. So think think about think about the last time we heard Nikki rap was when she featured on that um that that Coyle Ray Blick Blick. Like, I know nobody's gonna compare Coyle Ray rapping to Nicki Minaj, right? She I did get very it. good though. I, I think so too. I think Coyle Ray did a decent job, but like, let's be real. Like, what Nicki Minaj did, that's a body. Actually, that's a murder scene. Like, she. No, 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 not murder. No, 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 no. Coyle Ray did pretty good. She cleaned her up. What are you talking about? Okay. She cleaned her up. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Who did, did, would you say Cardi B bodied Nicki Minaj on Motorsport? Ooh. No, I would not say that. I would not say she bodied her. I okay. would say Oh, it was a good competition. I would actually say, and this is not being political, them both of them verses were good. Okay. Both of them verses were good. Like it's okay. like I know people want to people want to put somebody against the other. Uh-huh. Nobody did enough for me to be like, you clearly were better than okay. her. Honestly. Yeah. They both were I'll good. Give you, I'm, I'm throwing some examples out here. Okay. Do you think remember remember Stomp Remix with Young Buck <laughs> with Ti Young Buck and Ludacris all, all <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, same yeah. song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did Ludacris murder Ludac- Ti on that joint? First I thought off, it's what, at least a body. He bodied off, him. Was that not the song where Ludacris was dissing Ti? Yeah, yeah, on the song. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. murdered him. <laughs> he actually, <laughs> no, he really did, yo. He really, really. Yo, he got T.I. the fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> Ooh, what am about I this lying? one? Am, okay, am I lying? no, 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 no. Am I lying? Okay, okay this, is a right. very, this is a very controversial one. Okay, give did, it to me. Did Meek Mill body Rick Ross on I'm a Boss? Or did Rick Ross body Meek Mill? And I'll be riding you my own way. No, 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 no. So I put, I put it like this. I, put I think like they this. actually both did good. Actually, I put it like this. That's a good question 
Because, remember, we were just talking about this. Mm-hmm. What I think is the best is different from my favorite. Personally, okay. that Rick Ross verse is my favorite verse on that song. Like, I love the way he was like, uh, uh, uh. Cry when only babies die. Like I just like what he was doing on there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Meek Mill had the more iconic the like quotes. Yeah. He had like when I think of that song, all I hear is Meek yeah. Mill. Okay. To be right. honest, it's, I hear the hook and I hear his verse. So okay. I think his verses were more memorable, but I, I kind of prefer Ross a little bit on that song. But hey. Okay. See, that's me I being like objective. It. But I like yeah. It. All right. Last one. <laughs> Did DMX body Jay-Z on Money Cash Hoes? No. Duh, no. Uh, eh, not dogs bite. Jigga. My, my all night. I think, How about this? How about I think this? Jay-Z I actually, did pretty good. I'll pretty throw good. it back at pretty you. Good. What do you think? What do you think? I think Jay-Z held his own on, on, on Money Cash Hoes. So no bodies. No, no bodies. No bodies. Okay. No, no bodies. No yellow tape. If, if you no think, yellow look, tape? Throughout this, no yellow tape. Throughout this episode, I encourage you, man, to think. If you could just think of any song where it's two people and they're rap- rapping competitively, just bring it up and I'll let you know if somebody got bodied. Let's do it throughout the. Hey, listen, Bill? I'm going to call that yellow tape. Did they get yellow, yellow tape? Ta- did they get yellow <laughs> did tape? Did they bring the exactly. yellow tape out? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, Next bro. topic Should the newer generation be obligated to know about music history? Uh, so once again, I'm on Twitter a lot, apparently, uh, one of the big topics this past month was, uh, Jack Harlow not knowing about Brandy. I mean, at the end of the day, I had an older sister that loved Brandy. So I know Brandy probably better than most people do. Um, and I knew about Ray J. I knew about Ray J when he was 14. Like I knew about Ray J. Let it go. You need to let it go. But, um. You know, he went to, you know, Hot 9-7 and they asked him, do you know what song this is and who made it? And he could not think of Brandy's name. He didn't know who she was. Brandy playfully, you know, said, oh, I'm going to body you on a rap song. And she actually did come up with a diss record, which, you know, she was (laughs) rapping hard, but like she was rapping like 2003 hard. Yo, why was was Brandy rapping? Period. Have you ever heard Brandy rap? yeah, see, like, 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 rap y'all rap? don't know about see, like, see, like, like, I've see, heard, I've heard, I've heard, not, not I've heard her rap, but not aggressive like that. that y'all don't know about B Rocker. See, you don't know about B Rocker. I bet nobody you don't, don't even know that name. B Rocker. Nobody knows, and I guarantee you, respectfully, nobody cares. It don't matter. <laughs> B B Rocker <laughs> was Brandy's alter ego that was aggressive and rapped hard. So um, I wasn't surprised B- by what she did. Have you watched Boisha? Brother. Negro, B- Brandy was brother. dating the thug. <laughs> I'm aware. Uh, Q. <laughs> Q. Fredjo Star. Like. Fredjo Star. Yeah. Brandy but you know, thugs. hey, listen, can, can we just acknowledge that B Rocker sounds like a Street Fighter character? Like, it does. That sounds B. like. B Rocker versus Sagan. <laughs> B Rocker. Hey, B Rocker might win every battle, though. That's, that's, that's a fire name. I'm not going to lie. B Rocker by, uh, versus Dalzim. But anyway. Um, so, I mean, the way I looked at it, I, I don't know. I'm going to start this off. Go ahead. The way I looked at it, Jack Harlow, I believe, is 24 years old. That means Jack Harlow was born in 1997 or 1998, right? 
He's white. Come on, let's just be real. He's white. And he's from Louisville, Kentucky. So Brandy, I believe, was in her prime around 1994, 95, 96. Probably was at the apex of her career like 1999. She had Moesha. She was in, I, I still cannot believe, I still don't know what I did for summer, whatever, you know, that slasher movie. Uh, so Brandy had her prime when Jack Harlow was one years old. Yeah. So is how is he supposed to know about Brandy? By the time he was six years old, Brandy was already like, you know, kind of done. I mean, maybe he watched Brandy on America's Got Talent, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's not fair. It's not fair because it would require Jack Harlow to go back in time and actually do some find some knowledge about somebody that maybe he didn't care about. Maybe he just didn't know. Yeah. No, I look, here's how I really feel about this situation. I I echo what you're saying cuz you're right, man. Age does matter. Like to to act like Jack Harlow being that young and that not having a serious thing to do with him not understanding who Brandy was and I guess still is. And also the other part about this, he said he didn't know that he didn't know that Brandy and Ray J were brother. I'm sorry, siblings, right? So like, okay, that tells you where someone's you know frame of reference is. The fact that he didn't know who she was and he didn't know that they that they were even siblings. He knows who Ray J is because Ray J has been more of a cultural figure, if you ask me. He's tied to Kim Kardashian. People know who Ray J is, maybe not musically, but like people know who Ray J is. So. From an age standpoint, I give him a pass. I really do. Yo, 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 yo. Let's take a quick break from the show. Here's this episode's paid promoter snippet. Uh, yes, Casper Trevor here. Longtime listener, first time caller. I was wondering, could you do this next one about people stuck in the rat race? I have this dream. I feel I just can't pursue. So homie, go and get it. No matter what, make sure that you don't fucking go and quit it. Because when you're looking back at life, this shit a big decision. And do you want to reminisce and hate the way you live? That type of shit will kill you. I did it. I was thinking about the past. I could have did it different. Maybe stick around the friends I had and taking my prescription. But I was living life so wicked that it sickened me. Fuck a new leaf when I'm planning me a given tree. And thanks to that epiphany, I'm living the epitome of independence with all the memories it's given me. Yeah. And I'm trying to find a balance. But if I had the chance, I'd tell myself, don't take that challenge. Cause you're failing the class is the biggest reason is absence. And everybody is laughing as they compare you to Malcolm. If he had it, Fashion when compared to suburban kids whose passion is rapping. Damn. Yeah. Then I said that like the fuck happened. It seemed like I just demolished everything I've established. Hope you guys enjoyed that snippet. If you are an artist looking for promotion or more exposure for your music, make sure you hit our email, illadvisedwiseguys at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. Here's where it gets tricky because I can remember. When the Everyday Struggle show was popping, right? Um, this was around the time where, you know, Joe Budden academics were doing their show. They had uh, uh, Lil Yachty up there. You know, Joe Budden was going crazy at Lil Yachty for not knowing his contracts. And then speaking of Hot 97, it seems like Hot 97 is like, they're always at the front. They're always at the center of all this stuff. He was up there as well talking to Ebro and them. And they asked him, did, they, did he know any... Biggie lyrics. Did he know any 
Tupac lyrics. And of course, because Lil Yachty is a young dude, was like, I don't, I can't tell you any song from Biggie. No. And I remember that being a headline, right? So for some reason, people are shocked. The older people are shocked when the young folks don't know the people in the 90s, right? I think it's completely realistic that they don't. But I will say this, though. If you are a legend in the making, if you are an artist that actually shows that type of care for the culture and you are actually striving to be an all-time great, it is unacceptable for you to not know your hip-hop history. I'm just saying. I mean, let's be real. I guarantee you, when they you ever heard Chance the Rapper talk? Not to say that he has maximized on his potential, but like from a talent standpoint, he was once the guy. He knows his history. You got uh, my man from uh, Maryland, uh, uh, Corday, right? Another guy who's kind of primed for, you know, something special, if you will. You listen to him talk, he knows his history. You listen to Kendrick Lamar when he was a young and talk. They know their history about who came before them. J. Cole, the list goes on. Drake, it's okay to know your history, but I think the people who show that they know their history are the ones who are going to be here for a long time. Mm. That's how Preach. I feel. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that if you're gonna, if if you are somebody who who intends to be a legend or be here for a, a, a have longevity in the game, it's not acceptable for you to not know your history. It kind of looks weird, and you just look like you don't really care for the for the sport, you know, or, or for the genre it is that you're in. And this has nothing to do with Jack Harlow being white, because like I just said, I just gave you an example about Lil Yachty, because there's a lot of dudes who don't know their history. I just feel like if you are striving for success and greatness and longevity, you should know your history. Period. Preach. That's, That's how I feel. really well said. I mean, it's it's think about us, you know, think about IT people. I mean, you may be working with modern uh tools and applications, but mm-hmm. if you're somebody to know C or if you're somebody that knows about Windows ninety five, yeah. it only helps. I mean, I still use some DOS commands. I know I'm going deep in the weeds, but I do too. sometimes I, I got to do some scripting, right? I still use some DOS commands. I still know about HTML from school. Bro, uh, I, still know about, though, I still know about JavaScript, uh, yeah, .NET technology, .NET and stuff like C Sharp, that. all so, the stuff I used to do back in the day. Know, yeah. And I'm sure like, you know, presidents and historians and politicians, they still have to know about their history also. But, you know, at the same time, you know, is Brandy someone you should know about? Oh, that's a like whole nother, I mean, that's what's a whole the cutoff? Question. You know, at, the, at this point, like, what's the cutoff? I personally think Brandy's a legend. Brandy is one of the few people that I think what you hear today in R and B would not be what it is if it wasn't for Brandy. Brandy had a sound. She's that, part of that. She was part of. She's the, part the of the that sound. I and, and, and I know a lot of people are going to call me crazy. Brandy, Aaliyah, um, they each had sounds that you see in R and B today, like K- Kehlani. If you know, if you love Kehlani's music, that's Brandy. A good chunk of Brandy is in it. So I understand. I mean, I love music, so like I can kind of hear that. I see it. But mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. The older generation who are huge hypocrites, we let's put ourselves. I don't know where we are. We're probably like we're in the middle. In the middle. We're, we're, we're in I the middle. I still listen to Lil Z Vert, but I still love me some Jay Z and Nas. Um, Correct. Let's be real. If I ask Jay Z, Jay Z probably knows, but a lot of the older generation, tell me a cool, cool G rap song. Tell me a Rakim song. I bet you they would know. 
Tell me. I think they do. I know. Like I said, Jay-Z, the, the, once again, the greats. You see, the greats you see, know. And you the see, that's why. But see, that's yeah. that was my point, right? Like, it to me, not knowing, and this this is across the board. This has nothing to do with music. I'm, so we, you brought up the technology example. That holds mm-hmm. true. I don't care. You go any place in this planet, talk about any discipline, whether it's from farming to being a weatherman to wanting for politics to, I don't care, being a father, being some, doing anything. You name the occupation. I guarantee you part of being great is knowing the history of that discipline, knowing what people have done before you so that you can learn from that and, and build on that and become a better you and, be, and, and kind of change the landscape, right? So to me, like I said, not knowing your history is more of an indictment on that person. It, it kind of lets me know that like, damn, how far do you feel like taking this? Like, mm. how far you how far you want to go with this? You don't even know your history? Okay. That's 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 not a good sign, you know. So let's so let's let's end it like this. Should Jack Harlow have known who Brandy was? What do you think? Should he have known who she was? Should he? No. I don't think there's any conceivable reason that I can say he should have known who Brandy was. Brandy is a he's Brandy is significantly more uh, older than he was when Brandy was popping. She was on TV. This is before his time. Brandy hasn't been relevant in music and in pop culture for probably 15 plus years. Why would Jack Harlow know who she is? That's the real question. What, why would he know who she is? (laughs) Cause Ray J you gotta know. Oh, at least do your research on Ray J. My God, Ray J is a legend. I think, he, I think he know who Ray J is, though. Of course, he everybody the, knows Ray everybody J. Everybody know who Ray J is. Which is insane. Growing up, it was the complete opposite. It was like, oh, hold on. That's Brandy's little brother. That's Brandy's Remember, brother. Even Lil' Kim said it. That's Wait a Brandy's minute. Brother. Ain't that Brandy's brother? It's now flipped. Hold on. Isn't that Ray J's sister? <laughs> wow. That's facts. No, you're right. That's insane. Seriously. That's Yo, insane. But- but you know what, though, man? Sometimes that happens, though, amongst siblings. Think about, like, Serena and Venus. Bro, Venus was the... She was the one in true, the beginning. True, true, And then it was like, oh, she has a sister named Serena. True. She's good, too. And then true. to see what Serena has done yeah. and flip that whole dynamic in the family, and now everyone's like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's... Aren't you Serena's sister? Whoa, like, hey, yeah. congratulations. Isn't that insane? People forget that Venus I mean, even, was once the person, you know? She even, was once even, sought it I, after. I swear, even when I first time I saw Steph Curry, I said, "That's isn't that Dell's Dell Curry's son? Wow, <laughs> yeah. the hell is Dell Curry's son doing in the NBA, and why does he look so light skinned and small?" But um, yeah, so I thought it was interesting. I mean, I want I, I'm curious to see what you guys think about that. I mean, um, I, I'm very curious. Yo, I, next, let me kick off the next one. Let me kick off sure. the next one if you don't mind. I want to I want to I want to make sure you get you get this in. Um, next topic. Is there peer pressure among fans to like an artist or a particular album? Now, you know, obviously we were talking behind the scenes prior to the show starting, but like if you think about it, that question is pretty general. And I think that a lot of people can probably relate to this because we've all come across a friend, a colleague, someone down the street, uh, someone online who's who tried to make you believe that an mm. album or an artist is mm. better or worse, right? Because it's not just, it, it ain't just a positive. 
better or worse than you actually believe. And so, you know, there's pressure in the atmosphere at all times for people to try to get you to like what they like or, or not like what they don't like. And so, you know, how, how real is that, Q? Like, how, how, how do you feel like that actually plays out, like, in the real world? Do you feel like that's a real thing or am I, are we just making this concept up of peer pressure? Very real. Very real. Very similar to the topic that we were just talking about, right? The older generation and newer generation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're in IT, right? Or if you, oh, let's talk about food. Let's talk about food. There's sometimes people may tell you this is the best restaurant in the world, right? And you eat the food and it's just, it's all right. You actually try your hardest to convince yourself, maybe I didn't write, order the right thing on the menu. You know, maybe uh, I brushed my teeth too hard and I can't really taste the food like I wanted to taste it. I'm going to give it another chance. But if you go to McDonald's right now and the burger you get is bad, you're going to not say you're going to I suspected it is not good. I mean, there's so many people in the world that like McDonald's, but don't want to admit that they like McDonald's. But they'll be so quick to tell you. Oh my God, uh, Brazilian Steakhouse is amazing. You should go there. I ate a few things here and there, but it's amazing. There's so many people that say, oh, you know, Chipotle is all right, but then they'll praise, you know, the Parks parks Jerk Chicken or something like that. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. still think that goes on. I think that goes on with a bunch of stuff, including music. I think there's a lot of people that will say like, oh, Lil Yachty's album is trash. It sucks. I knew it. But you didn't really listen to it hard enough. But then you'll say something like Certified Lover Boy. I'm, this is just examples. Certified Lover Boy. You know, the first listen, I didn't really like it, but I'm going to keep giving it more and more listens. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is because there's a very special person in my family that I was talking to the other day that said they do not like Kendrick Lamar's new album. And if you said that outside, look, look, this is how crazy it was. My dad <laughs> said, wait a second. My dad is not a hip-hop fan. My dad is old. Uh, my dad, you know, he listens to... If you ask him about Kofi Olomide, okay, yeah, sure. He can write a whole review on that. Kendrick Lamar, he interjected and said, really? Kendrick Lamar's album is like, uh, is on the news. It's winning Pulitzer Prizes. And you mean you don't like it? And they said, yeah, you know, I, I I feel like the songs were not necessarily enjoyable. I feel like the songs were traumatizing. Like, for instance, We Cry Together, which mm-hmm. happened to slip 80 spots on the Billboard charts. I don't know if you saw that. Um, like, a record 80 spots. It was 19, and it slipped to, like, 100. Um, but traumatizing. Yeah, uh, maybe for some people, they're like, maybe it's just a little too woke or whatever. Right. So it's like we're forced to say that we like the album, but maybe you just didn't like it. And I do think that Kendrick Lamar, I mean, same thing with To Pimp a Butterfly. I'm telling you right now, I, I don't really care for To Pimp a Butterfly, but I can acknowledge that that's a really good album and it's it's a really good artwork. But there's some people out there that this, let's be real, the Kendrick Lamar's last album did not click with them. But if you go out in the streets and tell somebody that, they're going to be looking at you like you're crazy, like you don't know music, like you should be 
abandoned from hip hop. So, you know, I think it, 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 it happens more often than not. And I think it's something that needs to be like acknowledged. Yeah. You know, you know, as you're talking, I was thinking about it, man. And, you know, I don't want to philosophize or, or, or be too philosophical with this, if you will. But like at the end of the day, you know what we're really talking about? It's it's the power of 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 influence. It's the power of recommendations, right? Because we all do it, Good right? We, we we all do it. You know, you brought up examples about food. It's real, right? It's it's all. It, it really depends on who you trust. Because think about it. You and I, we kind of listen to very similar music. So if you say, "Yo, I heard this album, and I think it was I." Right, or yo, I heard this. I heard this new Vori. Vori just dropped a new album. I haven't listened to it. You have. If you told me, yo, dog, that Vori album is top, top album of the year, dog. Do you understand the type of impression I'm going to have going into listening to it? You know why though? It's because I kind of know your taste in music. I kind of know what I think you deem as valuable. So the way I look at it is going to change, as opposed to somebody down the street. I have no background. I have no insight into what they like. I'm not really taking their recommendation to heart at all. I'm going to be like, oh, okay. Damn, I, oh, for real? But I'm not going to internalize it. So I guess what I'm trying to say is recommendations and the peer pressure that comes along with music, it all depends on who is saying what. I personally try to stay off Twitter when I'm listening to like opinions of music prior to me listening to it because I'm like, bro, I don't know who any of these people are and I'm not about to let Joe Schmo dictate my ear, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to let Joe Schmo dictate how I feel about this new album when I hear it. Like, I'm not doing it. This is the same reason why I don't listen to uh, music, uh, movie reviews. I'm not listening to Cisco and Ebert uh, give me their uh, Rotten Tomato score. I'm not even looking at it. Hmm. But I will actually take a recommendation from somebody who I actually have somewhat of a clue into the stuff that they value or don't value. And I think that like that may be where we where peer pressure can be a good thing versus where it, it may be it may be, you know, a little bit useless if you will. You get what I'm saying? Like Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I think but but well let me ask you this. Is that a good thing? I mean, is this where music should be? Like recommendation based? Like if you like something or should we as music fans be more open to look, to, 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 to music? But bro, I, but to be honest with you, I think I think all of this is inevitable. None of it, everything is based on recommendation. Think about it. Somebody can listen to this this podcast and be like, "Yo, you, hey, I really like this show, man, bro. You gotta check this out." Everything spreads off word of mouth. That's literally inescapable. There's no way around that. I guess to me, when it gets bad is when people start overdoing it on social media and start trolling with how they feel about something, even though it's not really their true opinion. To me, that's when the peer pressure becomes a little problematic. But just somebody you know or somebody who you run across and saying, yo, I don't really like the album. Cool, that's their opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, opinions are opinions. Like, I can't change someone from, from, from if they don't like a, the Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Moral and the Big Steppers album, I can't change their opinion if they don't like it. But I mean, I... I they don't I, like it. But hype is real, though. Hype is real. Like, you know, I, I think, you know, uh, and, and, and let's be real. It goes both ways sometimes, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. somebody can tell you, like I was mentioning, sometimes somebody can tell you that this is trash, right? 
and you automatically listen to it. like for instance Coyle Ray. I think she she's the, one a good example. the the worst end of that. That's a good example. I wish people actually listened to the album. It's actually pretty good, but you hear that it's Coyle Ray and you just don't want to listen to it. But do you see how uh, do you see how peer pressure the narrative that goes along with And look, you know, hey, at the end of the day, before I even say that, that album might really be bad. That's true. We could turn around in six months and be like, yo, hey, for real, for real, like, uh, I don't really feel that way I felt when I was thought it was pretty decent. And you could change your mind completely. So, right? Let's be, so, so then let's, let's put it on the table. Let's get yeah. ill advised. Let's do it. What are some albums that you can just think of real quick on the top of your head where people have critically acclaimed, said this is a great album, and you disagreed? I can already give you one that that for you, Megan Thee Stallion. I, I Megan Thee Stallion's <laughs> album is her. Uh, I forgot which album it was, but that was critically acclaimed. A lot of you talking about good news. Good. good news. The last one. Good news. Good news. Right. But you, I know you said that you really wasn't feeling it. I mean, it was trash. <laughs> it was a trash album. <laughs> I, yo, I'm just calling it what it is. It was trash. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey man, look. Yo, you know, you know. Honestly, there's one that you always say that pisses me off, and I'm like, it wasn't good. The album about nothing by Wale. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, dog. This is a classic album. I listen to it. I listen to it. I listen. I'm like, dog. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I, it's. I don't. I don't know. It's all right to me. I don't think it's that great. You're you're tripping, man. You're uh, what tripping, else? Man. There's a bunch of albums that there's I'm so, like, it's dog, there's it's so many, not man. Um, great, bro. Like you, you know. You know one that came out more recently, uh, that's very polarizing is let's just say Donda. Mm-hmm. Think about how many people when Donda came out after were like, "Yo, this album is garbage, yo! What the fuck? Like this album sucks. How? Who the hell thinks this album's good?" And I'm like, "Bro, do y'all have ears? I'm. I'm are you not listening shocked. to I'm this masterpiece of a of, a, of a product? Me? What are you talking about? I think they were thinking." They were thinking, uh, they were thinking too hot. Like they were thinking, like, "Yo, he's he's about to make graduation." When in actuality, it was something that was not as gra- good as graduation, but very good. Yo, that's the most frustrating thing about people. It's it's that dynamic. It's it's this like peer pressure stuff that this combo we're having, right? Where you you can listen to an album or an artist or a song and be like. Oh my God, what did I just hear? This is the most incredible thing I ever heard in my life. And then you turn around and you tell the next person, they're like, yo, that shit was trash. You're like, <laughs> do you understand the dynamic and just what that kind of does? Like it it, it confuses it's you insane. and it lets you know that, but it lets you know that all of this is so subjective. It's so subjective. My God. And I, I don't know if people know that as much. Well, I think I think we've covered that pretty well i do have i think some so more i do have some collaborations i need your confirmation of who killed bodied murdered or whatever so icy did young jeezy body gucci man on so icy was the yellow tape brought out was the yellow tape brought out on so icy so i will say icy. i will say jeezy he bodied him he had a more right. memorable, impactful okay, okay. Like, part. Like he he really stood out, right? Uh, How you feel? Uh, what you uh, think? What you think? 
Oh, Jeezy beat him. Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't see. See, the question is, I don't know if he bodied him. I don't know if he. He definitely didn't murder Gucci Man. Gucci Man put up a really good fight on that joint. But but he beat him. But he, he beat him. him. He beat him. He beat him. Here's a here's a tough one. California love. Did Pac body Dre? Did Dre body Pac on California Love? <sighs> Who won California Love? We've never discussed this. I've never heard it talked about on a podcast, on a talk show, in the hood, in the streets, yeah. in the barbershop. I've listen, never heard. Who listen, won that, actually, Who won California Love? That, that's tough. That's tough. I don't now, let know. Let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. A state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. Come on. Drake may Gotta have Drake. Drake it, may it have might. Pac. No, but, I got it. But I got, Pac, I got a, Pac did pretty well, though. Hey, I got, a good, well. I got a good one for you. Okay. <laughs> who bodied who? Who? This is a tough one. Snoop Dogg or Pharrell on Beautiful? <laughs> oh, come on. That's not even close. Are you kidding me? That's not even close. Who, who? Who would you say? I just want you to know. Actually, no. The better question is who bodied who on Drop It Like It's Hot? I thought Pharrell was pretty good, but Snoop was Snoop was not bad. Snoop was not bad. Was not bad. Hey. No, I got a better one that's better than better. Go ahead. Who bodied who on AO Technology? Come on, man. Stop it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me tell you something right now. Yo, we're in 2022. I'm so mad that song exists. <laughs> Like if we hey, never got that song, <laughs> yo, if, if AO technology never existed, it would not do anything. It would not harm Fifty Cent's career. If anything, Fifty Cent would be more legendary <laughs> if he did not put out AO technology. Oh, I hate that song. I really don't technology. like that song. What does that even mean? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Hey, AO technology. <laughs> uh, what you yeah, on top really of bad. me? Like, oh, man. Look, man. Uh, yo, we want to know from y'all though, man. Uh, who have you guys been 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 claiming bodied who throughout these last I don't know, ten, fifteen, twenty years in hip hop or R and B, whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm sure you have a song that. You have been completely argued against. People have been looking at you like you're crazy with your opinions on these songs. But we want to know from y'all on social media. Write us a comment on YouTube. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to go back to the sun and get me a 10. Because, uh, you know, it's that time of the year, man. I'm feeling great. I need a beach in my yes, life once yes, more. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, on that note, if you are giving advice... Make sure that mother sucker is ill. Yes, sir. <laughs>